Hello and welcome to Mindset Mayhem. My name is Lauren. I'm a nurse practitioner, a health coach, and consultant. And I'm Eileen. I'm a mom of three, wife, spiritual healer, and entrepreneur. And we want to be your new best friends. This podcast is dedicated to your mindset, your health and wellness, energy, spirituality, and so much more. There is so much information out there. We don't want to tell you what to do. We want to give you the tools and the info so you can make aligned choices for you and your family. So step out of the mainstream mayhem and start making sound decisions for yourself. Welcome to Mindset Mayhem. Hello and welcome to episode 17 of Mindset Mayhem. We were just recording and singing, it's a new dawn, it's a new day. And it's I a li- new life. And I was like, hey, that was my naked dance. And it- not in that kind of like naked dance, which um, when I was a dancer and when I was in school, you had to do like different performances. And we had one guest choreographer come in and it was me and this other girl. And we did a duet to that song. And then at the end, she was like, okay, and, and you're going to do it naked. And we were like, wait, I'm sorry, what you actually did? No, so oh, hold on. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, what? let me call Juilliard right now because that is not okay. <laughs> so, God, it wasn't Juilliard. I know. I'm just Which it was. Throwing, yeah, I know. But so I, so I was like naked. She's like, yes, everybody in your career, you have to do a naked dance. And so this is before I stripped. And by the way, I didn't even strip naked. It was like very classy. <laughs> but I was like, can we compromise here? So we got nude. Um, basically see-through yeah. leotards, but I was like, I don't care. I am not yeah. going on. I mean, there were some upside-down moves. We were like... How the hell did they expect you to be naked dancing? It, it's art, baby. That's what they say. That it's sounds art. like That sounds like a pedophile. Was this a man? No, okay. no. She was this very okay. little, like, earthy, crunchy... The just, protector in just... me was like, don't tell my <laughs> best friend to take her clothes <laughs> off. I will fight you. No, but it was sick. We did a good job. Okay. We, did, <laughs> no, we did. We compromised. We got some nude-colored uh, leotards, and, and it was some good. Tastefully yeah, some tastefully see-through leotards. Some tastefully see-through. I mean, I, mean, I would have watched. <laughs> I would have watched and enjoyed it. Yeah, not an I mean, eye. Not an let's eye. talk about that as a shortcut, because I feel like... I was so repressed about dancing my whole childhood. I don't know why. I was so insecure about like feeling like I wasn't a good dancer. Mm. And I fucking love dancing now. And I have so much fun. And I, every morning I put on like reggae or bad bunny or just something to move my hips. And I just get the hips working in the morning. And the energy is just moving and grooving and flowing. Yep. We do that. I mean, I love moving and I feel so because of, you know, I grew up dancing and moving my body, but Jimmy had the same experience where he did like a middle school dance or something. He asked a girl to dance and she was like, no, I'm not dancing with you because you can't dance. And then poor boy, he didn't dance for years after that. And now he's a kitchen dancer, which oh, I, I absolutely love, love. There's nothing better. And I think I talk about it where I have, you know, my kids every morning yes. will start with music. Um, I'm always moving. And you and I were talking about that salsa. So, oh yeah, we're going to start salsaing, baby. Also, that is something that I'm going to manifest right now that my future husband is going to love to dance with me. Like I'm already so excited to just dance all the time. Like I want to cook in the kitchen and yes. dance. Yes. Simple pleasures of life. Yep. It's the best. But from a biohack perspective, it's also amazing because you're moving energy. I think I've talked about it on the pod before, but there was some study done about careers and the lowest rates of cancer within career systems and 
dancers had the lowest rate of cancer. And again, it's because energy wasn't stagnant in the body mm -hmm. and it's always in movement. Mm -hmm. That's you have got to move energy. And if you can't physically move your energy yourself, then I always say sound bath. Yeah. And if you can't get to a sound bath, listen to a sound bath. And if you can't listen to a sound bath, hum. Exactly. And somatic movements. Yeah. Well, that's something we've been doing a lot. And that's like swaying your arms back and forth, the tapping, um, swaying your arms. You can also do the jumping, like it, which is also the rebounding and moves the lymph, shaking the hands. And you shake. Like, you know, you see swimmers who like move around before mm. they get in the pool. That's so good to do to yourself, especially to get off like nervous, anxious energy. Mm. If you're going into a meeting, if you yeah. have a hard conversation that you have to have and you're just like, all right, now's the time, like shaking your body beforehand yeah. is so good. And also touch, like touch is so important. And I've been thinking like, because I had a stressful year, I just think about my adrenal glands, which sit on top of my kidneys. So like I've been, when I meditate and I'm trying to remind my body that it's healing, my nervous system, it's healing. I'll put my hands on my, the, my back because your kidneys are on the back, right and left flank. And I'll just like massage them or like let the hot water in the shower hit them. And then as I'm doing that, I visualize and I tell my body, you are healing, you are filled with vitality, mm. your body is, you know, working for you. And I feel like even just placing my hands on the areas of tension. And when you do your body scans, it's good to put your hands over these areas and physically manipulate them. Like Eileen just put her hands on her throat, she immediately knew where to go. I mm. always hold it in my diaphragm. I have something in there where sometimes I feel like I just want to crack my, I call it, I told my friend Kaylee last week, I'm like, I want to crack you open like a hen. <laughs> and I literally, she was laying on the floor and I just put my foot literally on her sternum. And she was like, yeah, it feels good. And we've started doing it in chest openers and it feels amazing. And I just know that there's something right in my diaphragm that is just so tight all the time. And I just love breathing into it, tapping it, touching mm -hmm. it. It's so important. I think, well, I actually know what that is. And that's that ball of it's the confidence and the choice of choosing your choice is good. The decision that you choose is the right one. Thank you. But You're it's 100% it's a hesitation of confidence of am I making the right choice? And it's a ball. Exactly. Because what is right there? What chakra? That's your heart that goes into your solar plexus, which is about making decisions. Mm -hmm. And that's your, and your solar chakra is also confidence, which is why yes. she says that. And she's 100% correct. And I've actually had an experience. The only time I've ever known of physically opened a chakra before was my solar chakra. And I'll never forget it. I was in Florida. And I had been on a drinking bender, to be completely frank with everybody. <laughs> and I just had this experience where I was very open and had been sharing information. And it just led me to feel so confident in myself in a way I'd never had before because I just released and was honest about things that I'd never been honest about before. And I felt like somebody cracked my chest mm -hmm. open and it felt like I could take my first deep breath of my whole life. It was mm -hmm. like the biggest best deep breath. And I remember I like called multiple friends. I was like freaking out in the morning. I was like, I opened my solar chakra. I couldn't even believe it. And it was the most incredible release of energy. And I was like on a high after that. I love that. Yeah. I love that. And that reminds me so much of when you're like, you know, I was on a bender. It's not the universe or God or the awakening of our consciousness. It is not it, whatever it is. It's not waiting for us to be spiritual people. It wants to use us exactly where we are. Our job is to just be aware of it. So whether you're living in a crack house and you know sniffing drugs and up for three days, like I had that aha moment of this isn't working for me anymore. Mm. You're on a drinking bender and you're there in the sun and all of a sudden you have this like, 
you don't need to be this spiritually woke person in order to have a spiritual experience. Exactly. And that kind of spirituality, people are annoying. Like people that say like you need to be this perfect person. That's a bunch of malarkey. You just do your best. Like mm -hmm. you said, like because we are not humans having a spiritual experience and we're spiritual beings having a human experience, yeah. however we are is exactly how we are meant to be. And it's all a part of the journey and the lesson and the learning. Mm -hmm. And I needed to go through everything I went through to be who I am today, just like you did. It's our bones. It's our scaffolding. It's what everything else gets built upon. Mm -hmm. If you can slow down and ask your higher self or give yourself permission to dream and imagine again and feel into the emotion or even see another version of you in the future, that is a drop of what is to come. So now what we need to do is trust ourselves and stop worrying about all the tiny little details. Am I doing this right? Does this mm -hmm. post look like, am I showing up right? Do they think this of me? Am I saying this the right way? Like you cannot mess it up. Exactly. If you're given that download, if you get the gift of seeing it because you've slowed the fuck down in the present moment, mm. you cannot mess that up. Thank you for saying that. I needed to hear that. And so many of us do. We question ourselves so much when no one else is doing that. We are so hypercritical. And I've been trying to be better about on my Instagram when I feel like the collective needs to hear something, I just post it. And the other day I posted one after you did because I was motivated by the overwhelm. And I had a feeling that I needed to reach somebody that wasn't following you that needed to hear that. And then after I did it, I was so in my head and I was questioning it. And I just told myself, I'm like, Lauren, you did it for a reason. Put your phone down. And then I was sick about it. And then the next day, mm. multiple people reached out to me and were like, I needed to hear that. People that I don't even personally know, but followed me were like, thank you so much. Those words touched me. And I was like, see, Lauren, like, damn, like you said, I got that download for a reason. Like, mm -hmm. trust your instincts. You have so much intuitive knowledge. That is the biohack of all biohacks. Yeah. You have so much wisdom within you innately. Trust it. Believe yourself. Believe your gut. Believe your heart. Believe your brain. Yeah. Biohacking is just going back to allowing our bodies to heal and allowing our intuition to make decisions for us or to tapping into our intuition before yeah this old ass backwards i mean yeah it's going back to the natural order that we've so chaotically lost yeah i'm excited i'm excited to put butter in my coffee because now i understand why it's not coming from this flawed diet yes. culture perspective of fat is yes. bad cholesterol will kill you like when you understand or you start to look at the world from a different perspective, I'm like, oh, of course I need that. Yeah. Like I'm, of course I need that, the fat and the cholesterol. It, exactly. I have been the healthiest I have been in my entire life since I started eating steaks constantly, red meat, butter, fats, all of these foods. I eat also vegetables and I mm -hmm. have a large diversity in my yeah. diet, but I am the healthiest I have ever been. I'm the most in shape I've ever been. I'm the strongest I've ever been. And it is the best I've ever felt. And it all started when I had like a download. I ate a steak one day after my breakup. I was unfortunately so stressed out that I had a hard time eating. And then one day I had a steak and I remember my body telling me like, yes, bitch, eat more of that. And I <laughs> listened, let me tell you. And I'm eating grass fed steaks, by the way, folks, for those that didn't listen, go grass fed if you can. It's, it's not the easiest thing to do, but that is a biohack of all biohacks. We don't want the grains. We want the grass. I have a, it's so crazy because I made you dinner tonight. I made yes. everyone, I make dinner for my family. She's every mommy. Night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I did um, 
antibiotic free range chicken. And then I also did organic grass fed, um, 97% fat free or the 97% whatever it was. I don't know the ground beef. And I'm like, I'm going to eat it tonight. And if you don't know me, I was vegan for years. And before I was vegan, I was vegetarian. Mm. And before that, I had stopped eating steak and um, pork. Like, I, I don't think I've touched pork since I was 11. Yeah, we know why. So, yeah, we don't need to get into that. Yeah, yeah. all good, all good. But today I made it with all intentions. I was like, I'm going to eat this. And I was like, I I cannot, I can't do it yet. Yeah. But in time. But you, for now. You listen to your body, though. Yeah. And that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Again, everybody's things are different, and that's okay. But I really, I emphasized in the last episode, the protein is important because muscle is important. And I listened to this amazing doctor who is, she she created this muscle centric medicine. Her name is Dr. Gabrielle Lyon. Mm. She is a badass. She is beautiful. She is smart and she is an amazing doctor. And she did studies and her fellowship with patients with obesity and at end of life. And she found from studying that obesity was not the worst predictor for morbidity and mortality at the end of life, it was actually muscle mass. So how little muscle mass you have Mm. would be a better predictor for how unhealthy and a worse quality of life later on in life. Because people don't know when you're older, if you break a hip because you're not strong enough, you fall, you have a 50% chance after 65, 50% chance of dying within a year. So I've heard. Yeah. So like, it's very scary, but also it's because the muscle is like I was talking about before, it's the building blocks, the amino acids, it's everything. So it's not just strength, but strength is a huge component of it. And that is one of the best ways you can biohack yourself to having a good quality of life is having muscle on your body, which is why strength training is really important. Eileen does it way more than I do. I'm just dipping my toe into that water. But But I'm also 38. And the reason why I started weight training more was because I've, I've done it all. I come from a father who was a Marine. He was a physical fitness trainer in the military. He trained the guys that went over to Iraq. Like I grew up watching boot camps and intense workouts and then diet culture, being a dancer myself to being a long distance runner, to becoming a personal trainer and a yoga and Pilates instructor and a dance teacher myself. And you like really have the whole, <laughs> thing, the whole thing. And what I found was when I stopped listening to what I should be doing and pause, and I will say to my body, what do you need today? And I'll hear, you need to pick some heavy shit up and you need to put it down. And sometimes I'll put on a 20 minute video. Pick things up and put yeah, them down. Pick things up and put them down. But I've never been this tight. This it, tight. This tight in the last month. Since I've had kids, I haven't been this tight. And if you've had kids, like good. you just know, like there's this looseness and you're like, how do I get rid of this looseness? Uh, weight train. Pick things up and you put you it down. Pick it's things simple. up and you put them down. Yeah. Yep. For like 15, 20 minutes a day. It's the greatest. It's the biohack there. Oh yeah. I will also say I have a punching bag in my basement and I beat the shit out of that thing and I'm getting good at it. And it is so cathartic and talk about an emotional release. Mm. If you're angry, you, and also that's another biohack. Let yourself be angry. I told myself this morning, we were talking about yelling in the car. Mm -hmm. I yelled in the car. And I just said out loud, I'm angry. And I verbalized what I was angry about. I screamed. I did a little tapping. I felt so much better. And sometimes I'll do that before the punching bag. Mm -hmm. And then I just put it all into that. And then afterwards, I'm like, oh, my God, what was I even upset about? (laughs) I couldn't even imagine. Cut to 10 minutes before that. But you, you diffuse the power of the emotion when you call it by name. 
100 percent and it's good to acknowledge because you're hiding behind it yeah i have to say the trainer and me when you're punching make sure you're turning from your hips oh yeah oh i always step opposite left foot right right foot left Mm -hmm. oh yeah okay cool oh yeah honey i'm throwing my whole body i'm using the legs (laughs) abs i'm toy i'm standing strong i got my shoulders so exercising exercising is it you know this is the time that you're gonna you're gonna you know fast for a little bit maybe take a 12-hour break Start with the Bulletproof, you know, get the mold out of your coffee, grass-fed food. Make sure you are prioritizing your sleep. If you can't get it on the back end or the morning, you know, cutting away the blue light, like we were talking about, getting rid of the big screen TV in your mm-hmm. bedroom. You got to teach me how to do that tap, tap on oh, the phone I, to make it. I got you. That tap, tap. That tap, tap. <laughs> She's talking about the red light. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Cardi- get that red light. Oh my, oh, I just did it there. See, I can only roll when I'm not trying. Like my brother, it's sickening. He has this phrase that's made up Spanish called como se para motor. And <laughs> I love it. I, and I don't know what it is. And I can only roll my R's when I'm saying that incredibly fast. But if I try to do it off the rip, I can't. <laughs> He's so funny. He'll look at me, Socorro, Sebara, Matura. And I'm like, what? But he literally will say it all the time. I'm like, you're insane. I haven't met him. I can't wait. Oh, I haven't met your dad either. Oh, yeah. I almost said I met the whole fam, but I can't wait to meet him because he sounds so funny. are a bunch of funny fucks. But Bruce is, (laughs) I have never met anyone like my brother. Talk about not giving a fuck. Like, he sometimes, I'm like, Bruce, be nice. But like, (laughs) you know exactly what you are getting Mm -hmm. with him. If he does not like you, you are very aware of it. If he likes you, you, he would literally do anything for you, but there is no BS. And I do respect him for it. Authenticity, baby. Oh yeah. He is very authentic. That's for sure. All right. So we're exercising. Let's we're talk shaking. about another one. Let's yeah, yeah. talk about another one. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. What about sugar? Oh, sugar is a big one. Sugar is a huge one. All right. I would love to talk about sugar. First of all, again, toxic. Just turned the mic <laughs> I just to turned the mic to myself. I'm like, ahem, here he, here he. <laughs> Tap, tap. All right. So first of all, do not demonize natural sugar. I am sick and tired of that. I just want to get that out there. What we want to demonize is fake sugar, especially fructose. Fructose also pokes tiny holes in the lining of our stomach, which causes leaky gut, which for people that have mold, I mean, excuse me, not mold, food allergies, fatigue, lethargy, Mm. bloating, itchiness, rashes, eczema, stuff like that. Those are all symptoms of leaky gut, which lots of people in our society have because we eat foods that poke little holes in our permeable selective barrier that is our stomach's lining, which is supposed to keep all the food particles contained and safe and not touching the rest of the body. So then when those particles get out, it causes the immune system to freak out because it's like, what are these things? Which is why food allergies are going up. Like I'm sure when you were a kid in school, there wasn't, every kid was allergic, was allergic to peanut butter, correct? No. Exactly. No. Because our diet pain. has GMOs, chemicals, fructose, all this crap. And then we spray glyphosate on everything, which is why gluten causes these issues for people as well. But sometimes it doesn't do it when they go to Italy because, oh, look at that. They don't spray glyphosate on the wheat before they harvest it. So all these little cumulative effects are causing that issue. So all the sugar and the soda that we've eaten throughout our lives are poking those holes. So Mm -hmm. that's another reason why we don't want the sugar. 
but also we're spiking the blood sugar. And when we spike the blood sugar, we're causing inflammation in the body. We want the blood sugar to be at a more consistent rate. We don't want these highs and lows, which cause us to crash, which is why sometimes you eat a bagel in the morning, you are satiated for 25 minutes. Yeah. And then an hour later, you are ready to eat a full-blown meal and then your energy crashes. That's because you've spiked your blood sugar up Blood sugar is toxic in the bloodstream. It has to be utilized and brought into the cells. It needs something called insulin, which is a hormone released by the beta cells in your pancreas in order to get utilized and pulled into the cells for use. When you're constantly spiking your blood sugar, the pancreas is working, 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 releasing insulin, releasing insulin. It gets tired. It's like the boy who cried wolf. That's why type two diabetics are it's because they've desensitized themselves. So they get insulin resistance. The body's like, okay, I can't do this all the time. I'm overworking the pancreas. So it's, it mm -hmm. becomes too much. You get inundated. So an easy trick, a biohack, you eat fiber before your carbs, because carbs are broken down into sugar in the body. Yeah. So if you have a plate of chicken, asparagus and rice, the rice is your carbs. You want to eat your asparagus first. Okay. That's going to lower the blood sugar spike by 75%. The asparagus is going to work like a mesh work in the gut and it's going to pull those glucose molecules. So instead of a hundred percent of the glucose going up and spiking the blood sugar, only 25% of that glucose is going in. So then the spike is lower. The insulin is lower. The stress of the body and the inflammation is lower. Another one is, um, vinegar. So you could add like I do my apple cider vinegar, vinegar exactly. And apple cider vinegar is another biohack because most people in our country have low stomach acid, which is contrary to popular belief because so many people have GERD and they think they have st high stomach acid, but really you have the wrong composition of acids within your stomach. And when you don't have the proper composition of stomach acid or you have low stomach acid, your body can't break down foods efficiently. So then it's worsening digestion. And then your body also needs that acid to absorb certain things. So you need an acidic environment to absorb iron. If you have low stomach acid, then you're not absorbing iron. Iron helps make blood. So there's this whole cycle of things you need. So the apple cider vinegar is going to help um, bring acid into your gut. It's going to help you break down your foods, absorb certain vitamins and minerals. And then it's also going to lower your blood sugar spike. So you can take a little shot or if you're say having a salad, make your salad dressing with a little bit of vinegar yeah. in it. I, I do it. That's another thing. I was like, man, I've been doing this for so long. Yes. I just take, I do a little bit of filtered water and then I do, you know, a two count, a two pour of the apple cider and I shoot it down. How I'm about good. first time I learned like apple cider vinegar, like helped you like lose weight, like seven years ago or whatever, when I was just an idiot, didn't know what I was doing. I chugged a whole cup <gasps> of it and I thought I gave myself a stomach ulcer. I threw up like probably oh 30 God. minutes straight afterwards. I was like, this is poison. Why does anybody do this? And then I was like, oh, a shot, a shot, a shot, a shot. Okay. Oh, I love yeah. that. Hey. Yeah, there's so Older many benefits of uh, apple cider. So when I think about this too, from an easy perspective of, okay, I'm not going to eat my carbs in the morning. So I think when I started on this whole, you know, screw the diet culture, I also said to myself, screw what type of foods I eat when. Mm. And if you can flip it in your mind yes. that you don't have to eat pancakes with syrup or you don't yeah. have to eat eggs in the morning or you don't have to eat bacon, like, bro, you, it's a social construct. Yes. I've said it once. I've said it a million times. <laughs> yes. uh, Listen, hear ye, hear ye. Hear he, hear he. Breakfast food. But you're hundred percent not... right. Yeah. But also it goes to show that there's an order of things. Like if you want dessert at night, fucking fuck it up. But 
eat some steak beforehand, eat some mm-hmm. fiber beforehand. And then guess what? That dessert, instead of causing your body havoc, is not going to be nearly as bad because you have prepared yourself in the right way. So there is an order to things. Yeah. But Eileen is 100% correct. And also, <clears throat> protein in the morning, like you said, it doesn't need to be eggs and bacon. Yeah. That is something that the dairy and mm-hmm. you know meat industry want people to do. I In the morning, I'll have cucumbers to start to lower my blood sugar, a bite of celery. I heat, I meal prep at the beginning of the week, a ton of um, grass um, pasture raised chicken. Like they're like called chicken tenders, but it's like a chicken breast mm-hmm. cut up in smaller pieces. Um, season that I do that with hummus, my whole multi-grain sourdough. I normally have like a little veggie, whether it be like whatever I've had left over mm-hmm. from dinner the night before. And the way I'm satiated throughout the day when I have that compared to like a bacon, egg and cheese on a croissant, which was my absolute go-to. It's like my favorite. Taylor ham, egg and cheese. If you know, then you know. <laughs> if you don't know, then you, you don't know. <laughs> We're not going to tell you. you. But yeah, long story short, you can eat whatever you want for breakfast and stop believing everybody and their weird rules, like social constructs that we got to do a pod about social constructs. Yeah, I'm I writing mean, that down right now. That has been I'm my... going to take a note. Um but that's been something too. And I know, you know, you talk about your, your way and I love that. Okay. Cucumbers are amazing for me. It helped with the overwhelm and with the busy mom lifestyle that I have. And I enjoy eating dessert. And for me, when my blood sugar isn't spiked during the day, I used to be one of those people that three o'clock would come around and I would need a giant mold filled coffee. <laughs> I need some mocha in that shit. Like I need yeah. the sugar. And when I was honest, when I looked at myself and was like, let's look at the habits here mm. and what's going on. That's how for me, what worked consistently to regulate my blood sugar was intermittent fasting. Oh yeah. And I think because I love it so much and I see the benefits and I found a way that works for my body, I'm able to consistently do 16, eight. Yeah. But I would just suggest for some people who are trying to figure it out to do 13. Exactly. And that's another important point too, because that helped me regulate my blood sugar too. And when my blood sugar wasn't regulated, I had to eat throughout the day all day long. And Mm -hmm. again, you're not giving your body any time to relax because it's always digesting and breaking things down. And also it's important to know that there's a reason why your parasympathetic is called your rest and digest during that phase your body is releasing digestive enzymes it's breaking down food it's moving them through the gut when you are in fight or flight the sympathetic nervous system which how many of us are in throughout the day when we're working when we're stressed your body is not made it's the opposite it's supposed to not be digesting doing any of that so you're not releasing these enzymes you're not releasing these secretions that are breaking down proteins and fats your body the motility the movement of food throughout the gut isn't happening so it is not an opportune time and so we're not meant to be eating constantly which is why intermittent fasting works i feel like especially for people like you that your day is consumed with stress other people's lives you know you got three other humans you're taking Mm -hmm. care of it's not wise of you to eat a meal because you're not truly digesting it in that moment and you're not absorbing it the way you're supposed to and that hinders the body as well so i just wanted to add that in there because i think that's important for people to know i i totally agree i think that one of the we started to talk a little bit about emotions and talking about food is years ago i think i got this download or i heard it in a meditation, but, um, don't eat when you're angry. Mm. Don't eat when you're sad. 
Yeah. And if you can allow yourself, don't eat when you're stressed. So when you have mm. this anxiety, sadness, or anger. But if you're starving, eat. If you're starving, <laughs> I'm eat. Just but no, but it's yeah. true. But they're saying like, you can't digest your food properly if there's an emotion correct. that's in the way. So getting yourself emotionally regulated. If you're pissed off because you're hangry, that's different. Yeah. What we're talking about if you're angry here, if you know your kids just frazzled you to the core, something happened at work. Don't pick up, don't, oh, I got to eat now because it's- I thought there was a fly that you were just <laughs> killing. I was like, damn, damn Shawty. But it's so, like, I just want people to know that giving your body time to process your feelings, your food is going to go farther. It's actually going to be used for what it needs to be because when you're eating out of an emotional state, then, I mean, we all know that yeah. that's a, there's a huge, a lot of, a lot of people stress eat. Yeah. And that's something I'm trying to be more intentional about is being grateful when I eat and to slow down because like we talked about, I eat like a wild animal and I want to be more thankful and thoughtful about, you know, the animal who sacrificed its life so that I can be sustained and I can eat and that I have the privilege to sit down at my table in my home and I can afford groceries and I have a fridge full of food. It's just getting down to the basics of things. Also, I wanted to bring up quickly to go back a little bit to also honor your cravings because again, you have an intuitive guide within yourself. And especially us ladies, our hormones are fluctuating all the time and they need different things. So there are times in your period where we are craving carbs and it's because your body needs sugar for certain hormones. So don't shame yourself. There's a time when we all crave chocolate in our Pizza. periods because <laughs> your body wants magnesium. So also don't shame yourself, but know that try to ask yourself like where is this coming from because there's also bad cravings lots of people in our society have yeast overgrowths and guess what yeast loves it loves sugar it makes you hangry it makes you anxious it makes you jittery and it wants that sugar and it will make you give it to you yourself so if you're constantly all the time craving sugar regardless of where you are in your cycle that's a little cue for okay maybe this isn't my hormones because it's not cyclic it's not changing mm -hmm. maybe this is something that's a constant chronic issue i'm dealing with and if that's the case, you let us know. We know a good NP. Yeah, we know a good MP who can help you with that. <laughs> that is something that um, I have a lot of experience with too, because when you're an alcoholic and you quit drinking, your body is screaming for mm. the sugar. Mm. So it can feel Wants like another drug. such a detox. And so many people. So when I was detoxing, I didn't, I was, it was a bag of gummy bears, but then I trained, I, traded in the gummy bears for dried fruit and then mm. from the dried fruit i went to regular fruit yeah and then it became like but it was a it was a sugar detox and i've had to do these sugar detoxes over the years they also have cancer patients do mm. take sugar out of the diet because the sugar feeds the cancer and then yeah. when they stop it it starves them yeah which is why intermittent fasting is used a lot for cancer patients they say if you have if you are diagnosed with cancer a 36 hour cleanse or a 36 hour fast excuse mm. me can kill the cancer cells yeah it, it stop it, them it's proven yeah speaking of cancer i had a patient um who had breast cancer who told me that um in the american conventional model had told her that she should, you know, write a will that there's no treatment that will help. She went to this place in Mexico called the biomedical Hoxie biomedical center, H O X E Y or something along those lines. I'll link it in the show notes, mm -hmm. but for anyone out there that is going through, um, cancer and needs help and can't afford treatment, it's relatively inexpensive. They've 
cured over 250,000 type people with different types of cancer. There's videos, multiple patients have written books. They have a website with testimonials. So um, I just want people to know that there's other options out there. Um, and I just want to share that with people because I feel like it's important to know. And I've already shared it with a couple of patients that have had good results. So mm. this is the stuff like biohacking is real. There is another way. The only thing that's stopping people from implementing this is is the mindset. Of, yeah, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. It's too hard. Yeah. It's not doing this all, you know, overnight. It's trying and gaining little practices throughout the month or throughout the year. Mindset, mindset, mindset. Exactly. And trust, I don't want to sound morbid or scare people into it. But if you do not invest in it now, like I was having this conversation with my mom the other day, why would I pay out of pocket to see a functional medicine doctor when I have a conventional medicine doctor who my job pays for with insurance? Well, the problem is sometimes, not all the times, but some conventional medicine doctors may not find something or they don't do something until it's too late. And then I'll tell you that from having patients in the hospital that have had heart attacks, they're spending 500,000 to millions of dollars for surgeries and shit because they didn't prioritize their health and they didn't make, you know, the $5 extra to get the grass fed beef, you know, the $10 extra to make a meal at home. So I know that sounds scary and morbid, but it's a reality. And what you do not prioritize now will, you are going to have to make time for it later. I had a guy today that he has an LVAD. It's a left ventric ventricular assist device. It's essentially pumping his blood for him because his heart doesn't work anymore and he's waiting to get a heart. And if he doesn't, he's screwed. And he has to, if he leaves the house without a battery and this machine turns off, he's gone. And he, he said he's financially crippled by it. And he was like, mm -hmm. I smoked every single day. I didn't take care of myself. Mm -hmm. I ate like shit. Mm -hmm. I had a stressful life. And he was like, I just regret it all right now. It, 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 like the poor bastard he was like i can't have sex with my wife i'm like that just fucking sucks dude yeah. oh that's and, heartbreaking and i don't want to scare people but it's a harsh reality and sometimes we need to hear that so i mean here we are this is my side of the street here getting yeah. intentional <laughs> bring really, us back to yeah, a grounded no, state no but i'm saying getting intentional i mean vitality vibes the journal get to know who you are inside and out what makes you tick what are you uncomfortable of what what gives you fear? What gives you overwhelm? Where are your resistance? What is it that makes you jealous or envious of other people? Start there. It's a beautiful place to start because I guarantee if you continue to dig and go further, you will find that your higher self is just trying to call you into the right direction mm. to make you have the most joyous, fulfilled, healthiest version of this life. You are hundred percent correct. People are coming back. I told you I had this download a while ago. I know on the outside and statistically it's showing that we are the first generation that's not going to live as long as our mm -hmm. parents. But from an energetic standpoint, I keep getting the download that we are going to live, be some of the first generations that live longer than ever, or that yes. was like biblical times mm -hmm. or these randos that show up in like, you know, some random like India. And they're like, this dude was 265 years old. Like, where has he been? Yeah. But they don't talk about that, but we're, we're coming. I'm coming for you. 265. I'm coming for you. 133. maybe. <laughs> I'll tap out at 133. My numbers. Oh, that's amazing. All right. I'm going to pull a positive affirmation card yes, for maybe. us. Ooh, this one just came out. So when they poke me, yeah. I mean, I'm into it. Unapologetic, my flaws and all unapologetic for my flaws and all. Go ahead, your head. And then on the back, it says, 
do I forgive myself enough for my mistakes? Mm. What can I do to improve? Yeah. This is great. So we're not going to beat ourselves up. If you're sitting and enjoying that bowl of ice cream right now for the third time today, you go ahead and you enjoy the rest of that bowl. Tomorrow is a new day. Write down some intentions. Do not beat yourself up for it. Yeah. Give yourself grace and forgiveness. I literally two years ago was eating McDonald's, Cokes, drinking all the time, so unhealthy. And I just decided one day I'm going to start making better choices. And I still have unhealthy decisions, but I am mindful about it and intentional. And that is all we want for you guys is one little thing. It's about risk reduction. It's not about cutting something out completely. It's can I do it one less time today? Just one thing at a time, little by slow. Yeah, little by slow. I love that. that. I've been incorporating it so much. It's so true, right? It just kind of takes all the pressure off. Um, Speaking of trash food, my kids love, so they have fast food not very often, but Christmas Eve, they will have fast food and and we go to like a Christmas light show and they're pumped for it because they're all like planning what they're going to get. It's so exciting. What's their favorite fast food place? <laughs> Wendy's. Oh, okay. I was, I'm a big McDonald's girl. Oh God. I, they, they're all, they're all full of chemicals, but oh, something of course. about McDonald's just rubs. Oh, McDonald's hundred percent is like, one of the, I mean, if they're the top producer, yeah. they're the worst. So <laughs> yeah, like that's pretty yeah, much just yeah. goes hand in hand. No, but that's why I'm saying to people, I'm like, look at me over here. Like we're not perfect. Mm-hmm. It's all good. I definitely don't do it a lot, but once in a blue moon when I'm feeling weak, I go out and I get me some of that poison. Get yourself. Sometimes you have to feed your inner child too. So if yeah. there's other foods, like there's so much energetically yes. attached to things. But right now, let's remember, be unapologetic for my flaws and all. Be uniquely you. Forgive yourself for the mistakes that you feel like you've made. And what can you do tomorrow to improve? Exactly. We do our best and every day our best looks different. Mm-hmm. Little by slow. That's it. Oh. As always, Eileen, a pleasure. I love you so much. Thank you for listening, everybody. Go grab your copy of Vitality Vibes. We have it in color and black and white. We'll link it in the show notes. We love you so much. And follow our new Instagram called Mindset Mayhem 333. Yes. Yeah. That's what we'll be posting And very quickly, an amazing Christmas gift you can get for your friends and family if you love them is (laughs) an emphasis on only if you love them. If you don't love them, don't worry about it. Eileen is doing single sessions and um, a package. And this is how I met Eileen. And it was the best gift anyone has ever given me in my whole life. My mom gifted it to me for my birthday. Mm. And I had such a profound experience in four sessions with her. Every single time I left lighter, happier, more enlightened, more in tune with myself. And it was never that she told me to do anything. She just gave me tools and belief in myself, love in myself, releasing the negative and toxic programming and cycles. And it was quite literally medicine for my mind, body, and soul. And if you are interested, we will leave a link. You can reach out to her or to me. It is the gift that keeps on giving for yourself, for your family, for your friends, for anyone that might feel lost or alone. I promise you, you will walk away feeling and being better. You're amazing. I meant every word. It came out very naturally. Oh, you're the best. Yeah. I I look forward to talking to you and connecting with people one-on-one. Thank you. Of course, buddy. I love you so much. Love you. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening to Mindset Mayhem. If you've enjoyed, please leave a five-star review, download, like, and share with friends. 
You can find me, Lauren, on Instagram at Higher Healing CEO. And me, Eileen, at Eileen the Mindset Mom. Just a reminder, Mindset Mayhem is strictly for entertainment purposes only. This podcast is not intended to treat, diagnose, or replace medical or therapeutic advice from a professional. Also, we do post affiliate links, so if you were to click on one of them at no extra cost to you, we would be compensated. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you all. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.